0: This is Carmel Bear, and you're listening to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix. Thank you, Carmel Bear. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Hidden Oaks Overdose Football Fix podcast. I'm one of the lovely is the Garlic Johnson. We are joined, as always, for episode 107 on September 17th, 2022, Saturday morning at 8 a.m. by our other lovely hostess, the Joshua Mitchell. Josh, say hi to the folks out there. Hi, folks beautiful as you guys know by now you can interact with us on the discord it seems like we uh we're picking up this year we got a lot of just general chit chat i think the minimal channels is helping us a bit maybe it makes it a little less intimidating i don't know um but we appreciate the uh the interaction we get in the discord and uh, anyone else who wants to continue to put a bunch of shit in there about football or a bunch of shit about anything else we appreciate you people can also leave us voicemails hidden oaks over to, or no it's anchor.fm slash hood pod slash message um, type that into your browser Anchors changed their app a little bit, so that doesn't work the same. But if you just go in your internet browser, on your phone, or on your computer, anchor.fm slash hoodpod slash message, you can still leave us messages like you were before. Um, so if anyone would like to do that, we appreciate that. The segment start times down in the description below. I figured those out. And as always, thank you, Levi Oki, for all the beautiful art um, that we've been using for years and years now. At Levi Oki Illustration on Instagram. Josh, how we dern this morning?
1: Durin'. Asher slept in until about 7, so kind of through a little parade today. Um, he's finally getting over his uh, hand, foot, and mouth, and we get to go uh, after the podcast today. Instead of going grocery shopping, we're going to go buy me dress pants because we found out uh, a couple weeks ago I don't have any that fit. <laughs>
0: what? Dang, dude. COVID, COVID really got all of us, huh? Um, all right. Well, well not... I mean,
1: go ahead. they, they, they f- it's, it's because Nikita says it's because... Um, I bike now and so my legs are they fit in the waist they just don't fit in the thighs and the butt the, oh, and the, i the like to say it's because the. yeah 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 aj dylan's my hero um but uh I, I like to say it's because of the you know five scoops of ice cream i have breakfast lunch and dinner
0: you know, that could do something. I'm not going to, I'm no one to give anyone health advice or, you know, eating advice. My caloric intake has been off the chart since about third grade, okay? But um, I'm glad to hear your little man's doing better. And I'm so I, d- I genuinely wanted to ask you, so like last, we weren't sure exactly when to do the show, but last Saturday, the show like wasn't too disrupting. I know Saturday morning was like a, you and Nikita time to go grocery shopping and this and that, but like the podcast hasn't been, on uh, Saturday morning, wasn't a detriment last, uh, last Saturday? No, it worked well hell yeah brother well let's get right back into it uh, i'm doing good as God? well i'm, do- I'm okay, doing i'm doing good you had asked you had asked um but i just yeah let, I'm most excited to hear about your little man i had a pretty uneventful week honestly so um, not much to report on this side. Just excited for more football. Um, but getting right into it, Josh, the start and sit from last week, because um, we've got plenty to talk about this podcast. We've given ourselves maybe too much content. Maybe we'll trim it down next week. But um, we can also rapid-fire through a bunch of the stuff later on. But start and sit last week. How did we perform? You and I were picking players together. Who who do we play? Who don't we play? How do we do?
1: Uh, last week I gave us three and a half out of five just because of the one that uh – we were kind of split on the most was Hunt and Patterson. Um, And we ended up going with Patterson, but the note said Hunt. Um, But they scored within 0.6 of each other, and they both put up like 20-plus points in PPR. Um, So I say, you know, that's a good one to be a split on, so we'll get a half point. Um, We lost on the flex by like a point and a half, but our overall difference between um, with our picks versus the ones we didn't pick was 15 and uh, 15.65 points. So if you'd have gone with us, you'd have scored 15 more points than you would have if you'd have done it yourself, dummies.
0: So what you're saying is we are the superior fantasy brain. We know all there is to know. Yes. Alright, well, Brian reached out to us or I guess he texted me. Um, he wanted to know which Houston running back to play this week and or Brees Hall. I'm pretty sure he's just going through his literal fantasy team in the redraft league, so we're giving Brian fantasy advice for the Hidden Oaks Redraft League. But, so who do you think? You like Damian Pierce? Obviously, uh, rookies can start slow, but Rexburg Burkhead saw some receptions. Damian Pierce wasn't a great stat line. Brees Hall, though, who we also talked about last week, didn't have a great stat line either. Michael Carter looked good week one. I think that'll change over the course of the season, but going into this week just week two do you like Damian Pierce do you like Rex Burkhead or do you like Brees Hall in a full PPR format
1: in a full PPR I guess I'd probably go with uh Rex Burkhead at this point just because like you said rookies can start slow um if I were to go between the other um you know Rex Burkhead or Brees Hall probably Damian Pierce he's he's they say he's going to get more opportunities this week and until I see it I won't believe it um but uh, I do think that um, he is going to start stepping it up. But the defense that they're going against is had done good against the run last week. So I would I would stick to what's been safe the first couple uh, or the first week at least with Brickhead or Hall.
0: Yeah, Brian, I similarly, I mean, that's the way I would frame it is I think in a full PPR format, Burkhead certainly has the safest floor. I mean, I, Coach B comes out, and Coach B can be nonsense every week, but um, they said that uh, Damian Pierce really needs to work on his pass catching and his pass protection, so a.k.a. they really don't want to have that guy on the field in crucial passing down situations. So that's tough, that limit, that limits his snaps, that limits his ability to be on the field to get touches, even if they're accidental, as like a check down or whatever. Um, so I I think the safest floor is Rex Burkhead, Um, and so what I'm trying to say is if you think your matchup is pretty in hand and you don't need like some bust to win, like you're not playing a really tough opponent this week, I would say Rex Burkhead has the safest floor. And so if you think your matchup should be pretty good, just get Rex Rex Burkhead. It'll probably get you five to ten points. That's an okay performance for probably your flex spot. Um, If you need a bit more of a boom to win, let's say you know you're not going to beat your opponent straight up and you need more of a swing and a hope for a home run, Brees Hall I think would be that play. Damian is third in the ranking, so I would go Rex Burkhead, Brees Hall, and then Damian Pierce in that order. Uh, but Brees Hall has the potential to break out. I think Brees Hall eventually will have a breakout game. It's just tough to know when that'll be um, right now. Um, so that's what I think. Week it 7. Got in- <laughs> it could be um but that's what i think bry and then al had asked in the chat about paris campbell uh, if i remember correctly, alec pierce uh, was beat up uh, michael pittman was beat up i guess the the in week two the poor indianapolis colts had to go from a full-on practice to just a walk through already in week two which that's like a classic coach move when you're like middle to end of the season everyone's beat up you need to rest your guys so seeing the colts do that and frank reich do that in week two is kind of tough but uh, you know plenty of colts are beat up what do you you think? You think Paris Candle has some appeal? You know, there's a little bit of hype coming um, you know, from him at a camp. Um what do you think? You think Paris Campbell's worth a play this week, playing Detroit? Or uh, playing um I forgot who the Colts play off the top of my head, but what do you think?
1: Um I guess if you have no other options and you're looking for kind of like that wild card option for a flex spot because um you're you're not necessarily desperate. Well yeah no because you're desperate. Um I would say it's a fine play just because both Pierce and um, Pittman are unlikely to play. If one of those, I mean, I think Pierce has already been ruled out with this concussion and I don't know if Pittman has or not. Um, I guess I wasn't paying too much attention. Um, I would say, yeah, that's fine. Um, but I'm going to guess that there's probably somebody else out there that's worth playing over Paris Campbell at this point, just because um, this guy's been in the league for three plus years. He's been injured for four of them and um, it's, yeah. He's—he's he's not necessarily shown that he's the dude, and yes, there has been camp pipe, but there's been a lot of camp pipe that's uh, not panned out over the years,
0: like Damien Pierce. Uh, (laughs) no how Um, dare you i mean al i understand the appeal i did look i looked at it the colts are playing um, jacksonville so you hope that's some sort of revenge game from clown town last year but i would not i would stay away from all the colts this week just because who knows what they're going to do other than jonathan taylor i think jonathan taylor's a a safe play but i would not play paris campbell either al um so that's what i think All right, Josh, moving into our table here. Uh, We don't have to move along too quickly, but I know this was the bulk of the podcast last week. Um, last week so maybe we go just slightly quicker than we did last week but i put together a table here some starts and some sits and i, I know you didn't put together but it's very easy for you to read um what do you think here do you just want to go i uh, probably want to go and order down the table but our first one here is kind of the later qb so this is someone if you didn't take a qb you know early in your draft you probably took one at the end of the draft or even got them at the waiver wire um you know if you didn't take a qb right away but we got matt ryan versus jacksonville or we got carson wentz at detroit uh, which qb do you like this week in our start set um i would say
1: you know i think that uh that's kind of a tough one i um just because matt ryan doesn't have the weapons around him he didn't necessarily do the best last week um but it, i i do th- i'm gonna go with wentz on this one just you know gut feeling you got my gut my Gar's got going. Um, Wentz had a great week last week. Um, he 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 should be able to build on that performance. Detroit's defense is okay, um, but I mean they did just give up forty some points to uh, Philadelphia. Um, it's a little bit different style offense, so we'll see. Um, and it looks like Terry McLaurin had a um, is kind of back on track or on track with Wentz, so um, I'm going to go with Wentz in this one
0: okay I mean yeah for me this one was a little tough too that's obviously why you put it out here it's a good discussion because Matt Ryan like if I I would assume Ryan was probably embarrassed coming out of that game last week I mean to get a tie against the Houston Texans like that's rough especially week one so I I assume Frank Reich and Matt Ryan were like all right we really got to fuck up these Jacksonville Jaguars this week and then with Carson Wentz um like he he did well last week but then a lot of people will say that's a flash in the pan um you know if you watch the game Carson Wentz was still out there being reckless as shit he tried to get. He was trying to give the game away. Uh, but I, I happen to think the deciding factor for me is I think this Washington-Detroit game will actually be more of a shootout game. Um, I think you know. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, and so I like Wentz as well. So I'll ride with you on Wentz. Um, easy consensus there in the first one. Uh, what's our second one here, Josh? Uh,
1: we've got uh, the two Packers running backs, um, Jones or Dylan, um, versus Chicago at home. Um, and so who's going to have the hot hand in the game? And, and as a Packers fan, I, I don't think it's necessarily who has the hot hand. Um, it's more so just how the game develops. Um, and so that's kind of what happened last week with um, Jones not getting the rock as much playing from behind. Um dylan had dylan was the leading receiver um so in full point ppr i mean this is a tough one as well full point ppr i'd probably go jones just because i think that they're going to try and get him the ball more because he is a little bit more efficient when he gets the ball um but in standard i'd go dylan so that's kind of my idea there if we're going ppr though jones
0: Okay, okay, yeah, I was, like, I put this one in here because I knew, ex- like, I put this one here in here knowing exactly which one I'd pick, but I was curious what you think because, like, I think, like, as far as fantasy performance go, like, Dylan definitely outperformed Jones last week, right, off the top of my head. Yep. Is that accurate? Okay. Um, but then I saw some stat this week where it was like Aaron Jones comparing like the last three years, week one to week two, was like week one was like five or less points and then week two was like twenty to forty points. And so it seems like whether it's Aaron Rodgers, um, or Matt LaFleur, whoever really getting Aaron Jones into the game plan this week, it seems like Aaron Jones should explode this week if you believe in statistical trends. So I'm definitely gonna go with Aaron Jones as well. Um that that is who I knew I wanted as I picked the start sit, but A. J. Dillon was no slouch last week and so I wasn't sure if that would make it tough for you and eventually like Aaron Jones isn't going anywhere soon like they re-sign him to a big deal but it definitely seems like this team is moving towards AJ Dillon so I was just curious what your thoughts would be on that but uh I mean I we most of us play in PPR formats these days and so we're both thinking Aaron Jones there um yeah and I I think uh, I mean
1: they've they've been a pretty much ever since kind of Dillon took off um during the Tennessee game as a rookie. it's been trending towards that 50-50 split, getting them out there, um, you know, kind of both at the same time sometimes. Um, and so getting Dylan a lot of the carries, he's a great pass catcher, underrated pass catcher. Jones is obviously really good at, as well. So I think that, you know, that 50-50 split um, with carrying the rock and getting touches is, is a thing um, for them, kind of keeping both legs fresh. Um, so I do think that, you know, if you playing both is completely fine. Um, Dylan's my RB2 in the Victoria Secret League. So it's not like, you know, I, I consider him to be starter worthy. Um, no bias. But yeah, so but I do agree that Jones um, isn't going anywhere anytime soon. Um, so yeah, stick with him if you if you have to make a decision between the two.
0: All right, the next one here. Um, so we have little categories here. So the first one was late QBs. The second one was hot hand. This third one is going to be cold hand because they both. I'm pretty underwhelming in Week One in their game against the Giants, so I'm keeping it in the same team theme again. This is Robert Woods or Traylon Burks at Buffalo. Of course, it's always easy to just look at this game and be like, "All right, well, the Buffalo Bills are going to absolutely clobber the the Tennessee Titans." And so Ryan Tannehill is going to be throwing the pill around a little bit, um, but who knows if that game script, you know, comes to be true? Maybe Derrick Henry runs all over Buffalo, and the game isn't anywhere what we think it is. Anything could happen at this point. But um, you know, Robert Woods and Traylon Burks certainly both disappointed Week One. Traylon Burks, I believe, had more targets and points, but they were both like in PPR. It was like five fantasy points, so not, not nearly impressive at all for either of them. Traylon Burks, the rookie, Robert Woods, the the savvy vet they signed to replace. Not re- you can't really replace AJ Brown. With Robert Woods, but that was, you know, more or less the goal. So, what are you thinking here? Do you think the veteran kind of picks up pace and takes over some, you know, primary targets this week, or do you think they keep feeding the rookie? Who do you like here between Robert Woods and Traylon Burks at Buffalo? Um, I,
1: I think that they're going to keep feeding the rookie. I think that Traylon Burks, since, he, I mean, him getting more targets shows that. You know, Tannehill trusts him. Um, even, you know, just, I mean, it was just one week, but, you know, more targets is typically a good thing. Um, Robert Woods is coming off that ACL, so who knows how fully healed he is. Um, and so I would go with Treylon on this one.
0: Interesting. Okay, I guess I was, I was definitely leaning Woods, and I know we're picking together, so I'm not afraid to concede to Burks, but I think, like... It's so one thing we haven't talked about really, at least on, on the airwaves itself this year, is that week one can always be fluky and weird, and you really shouldn't re- overreact to week one when you can help it. Um, so I, you know, I was leading Robert Woods. That veteran presence is going to get some targets, um, you know. So I mean, I, I'm definitely not afraid to lean or ride with you on Traylon Burks, but I was definitely thinking Robert Woods myself for what it's worth. Anyone else out there? I think Robert Woods will have a good week. I think he'll bounce back. Um, I know the Buffalo defense is real tough. We saw that last Thursday night, and they'll be well rested. And Leslie Frazier's <laughs> Leslie Frazier's a guy, um, but uh, you know, Josh, if we were picking together, I'll ride with you on Traylon Burks. But um, I'm more lukewarm maybe, on it.
1: Maybe this week is this is our uh, Cordarel Cream Hunt this week.
0: Could be. Maybe they, maybe they both smash it. Who knows? The, again, Tennessee yeah. Titans in theory should be throwing the rock around a lot.
1: Or maybe they both suck.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, next one, Josh. What do we who do we got?
1: Uh, We've got uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., the hot waiver ad, um, in the waiver-worthy category, or Curtis Samuel at Detroit. Um, So Jeff Wilson's playing against Seattle at home. Um, That game is going to—and so— I guess I know which way I'm leaning. Do you? Do you know? Do you want to go first?
0: Well, I mean, I assume you're absolutely fading Jeff Wilson, but I just thought it'd be interesting to because, like, I mean, if you're a- absolutely adding a guy off the waiver wire, unless you lost Elijah Mitchell, these guys are probably in your flex. So, um, you know, the two hot one of the two of the hottest waiver adds of the week. I'm not a you know, I think Curtis Samuel's a flash in the pan. I would definitely lean towards Jeffrey Wilson having the much safer floor versus Seattle, especially knowing the team that Seattle is. If you're gonna say Curtis Samuel, I'll definitely want to hear a compelling case i won't fold as easily as i did with burks uh, but assuming you're you're leaning curtis samuel i'm leaning jeffrey wilson you know sell me on curtis samuel here
1: i'm actually leaning jeff wilson what neener neener yeah i mean he's shown that he can play decent in games um this this is supposed to be just another sloppy rain game so they're going to be running the rock a lot um so i i'm going to lean jeff wilson as well um and that's, you know, I agree that Curtis Samuel is probably just a flash in the pan, um, but and because they were throwing the ball a lot last week. So let's, uh, I, I mean, I'd lock in Jeff Wilson on this one.
0: Okay, I didn't realize we'd have this much consensus so far this week. Last one, Josh Stud category. Uh, Last week we did Jefferson and Jamar Chase. You're probably not going to have these two guys on your fantasy team. This is maybe more of a FanDuel perspective or you know something else. But do you like these guys? Kind of had under relatively underwhelming performances a week. One, two top five tight ends. We got Mark Andrews versus Miami or Darren Waller versus Arizona. Who do you like, Josh? Um.
1: I mean, Arizona just got steamrolled last week, didn't they? So I'm going to go with Waller versus Arizona on this one. Um, that's not to say that Mark Andrews isn't going to get his, um, but the Miami defense is a little bit stronger. Um, and, and you know, we, we know that even though Andrews is that number one target, that is kind of Lamar's offense, a little bit more run first, it seems, um, or it has been in the past. Um, I mean, both of them are quality starts. Obviously, you're not going to sit one if you have one or have them both. You won't have both unless it's like a dynasty, but... Um, I I'd, I'd, I'd lean Waller in this one.
0: I'd have to agree. It seems like Waller just has always been more of a focal point of that. Um, I was gonna say Oakland, Jesus Christ, of that Vegas offense. Um, you know, I don't want to say Hunter Renfro has been relegated for sure to target three now that uh, Tay's in town. But uh, I don't know. I I love Mark Andrews. Um, you know, but uh, I want to fade Brian here just for just for the memes of Brian being in the chat right now and him taking Mark Andrews in the first round. So I'm definitely gonna ride with you on Waller, if nothing else, just to spite Brian and saying that Mark Andrews won't live up to snuff. Well, that's mean. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Josh. Uh, all right, ladies and gents, those were our starts and sits. And Josh, we still got a good 11 minutes left, so we don't have to pick up the pace too poorly. But let's move into some fan duel favorites here. Um, these are guys we like. If you can play in the f- pod play along, or if you're uh, doing some other sort of DFS. Of course, Eric's you can't play, but you know, there's still fantasy value to be heard based on what we're saying here, because Josh and I are the biggest brains in the biz, so pay attention to what we're saying. But um, I kind of figure, Josh, you know, usually, how we've done it in years past is we just pick one player we like uh why not pick one of each position uh or at least of you know the offensive position so um you know i feel like i've been talking into this so i guess who are you or i guess we can go back and forth based on position but who do you like in Fanduel this week starting at quarterback
1: um so i've got derrick carver's arizona um he's he had a great week last week obviously having tay helps uh yeah. i will i will erics um but uh, he's 7,300 um, at home, um, and like I said, he's coming off a hot week with Devonta Adams at the helm. Um, Darren Waller, we just talked about, he's um, hopefully going to have a good week as well. Um, so that's who I got for quarterback. Who do you have,
0: Ger? i said it before i'll say it again i think this detroit washington game will be a shootout honestly i think it'll be a high scoring offensive game just based on what we saw out of washington and detroit last week detroit scored 35 points i don't remember washington's score off the top of my head but um i i mean i think goff or wentz is a, is a good play goff was just cheaper so i put goff in at 67 hunch josh who you got for running back
1: uh, for the running backs, I've got the, the vulture himself, uh, the happiest man alive, the pregame dancer, Jamal Williams versus Washington. Um, he can catch out of the backfield, so if that being a shootout, scoring a lot of points on the board, he's, he's still able to catch. Um, DeAndre Swift had an amazing week last week as well, um, but Jamal Williams got the touchdown, so um, I don't know if that was just um, happenstance or if that's kind of the game plan with him on the red zone. Um, DeAndre Swift got a little beat up, it sounds like, but he's good to go. Classic. Um, but uh, Jamal Williams is uh, is, is 6400, so he's you know not necessarily you know it's super value at you know in the five thousands, but he is a decent price for a running back uh, that did put up points last week.
0: Yeah, I like I like your thought process there. I like what you're thinking. It seems like we're gonna heavily hit this Detroit Washington game, and why not? If the players are cheap and we think it'll be good, I'm staying in that game yet again, Josh. Um, it looks like we've got in total in this table four players from this game. But I like Antonio Gibson at Detroit. Um, Gibson, like you know, Ron Rivera was you know trying to push Brian Robinson in there for early downs. Brian Robinson's not around right now, which is unfortunate, obviously based on what happened. But you know, he's singing the praises of keeping Gibson in the game, especially on passing downs. If it's going to be high scoring Gabe Gibson's going to be catching the pill so I like Gibson for 74 hunch at Detroit um and Josh go ahead and finish us up with our final player from this Detroit uh, Washington game um yeah so wide receivers
1: um I've got uh DJ Chark he had a solid week last week um touchdown and I don't know how you know decent amount of yards Um, Obviously Monroe St. Brown is going to be the the number one in that offense um, target share wise, but DJ Tark is not a bad uh, not a bad pick as well. He's a big-bodied receiver coming off an injury, but um, before that, he uh, before his injury, he he did have one season where he was a top-15 wide receiver um, in fantasy value or in fantasy points. That is so not a bad not a bad receiver overall. Um, and that was when he was with Jacksonville, believe it or not. Um, he's 5700 right now, so I think that that's a decent value. Um, I definitely um, snag him if you're looking for a a, a budget receiver because you want heavy somewhere else in FanDuel.
0: Right, right, right. Um, I got Rashad Bateman. I think Devin Duvernay getting two touchdowns last week was definitely not going to be the norm. I love Bateman as the primary target in Baltimore. Um, so Rashad Bateman versus Miami home game. I think he'll get the pill from Lamar. Sixty-four hunch. I love Rashad Bateman this week. Josh finishes out with the tight end.
1: Yeah. So tight ends. I've got. Uh um tyler higby at atlanta i believe he's a tight end for the rams um he's a low cost tight end um last week i think he had 11 targets um so the fact that he got double digit targets in an offense with cooper cup is pretty impressive um and so 5300 for him um solid value with um hopefully the same if he gets the same volume catches you know half of them um it's a solid pick for that price
0: all right and i like Ertz this week zach Ertz was probably the one of the only redeeming things out of that arizona game definitely wasn't hollywood brown if jack ever listens to this i told you hollywood brown was going to be a fucking bust. but no one likes to listen to gar um if in Fanduel, zach Ertz is only costing you right now 52 hunch he got what 10.4 points or that's his average uh, you know fancy points per game uh, such as a good value no one else really outperformed that greatly last week so i like Ertz at um you know las vegas for 52 hunch uh josh you got a fan duel bust of the week. It looks like this was your idea. Uh, who, who do you think's a bust?
1: Uh, my bust of the week is going to be Mike Evans at New Orleans, Eighty three 8,300. Um, he's going up. He sucks against New Orleans. I think he has like one catch in the last three games. No, um, I don't know if that's the case, but he goes up against Lattimore, who always has his number, it seems. Plus, he seems a little banged up. He was on the injury report. Um, so he's one that I'm trying to avoid um, at that price point.
0: Alright, I'm avoiding CMC this week, whether it's in regular fantasy or FanDuel. Just relative to everyone else around him and the premium running backs, if you're paying 9700 you only get a budget of 60000 Just for the people who don't know in FanDuel, you get a budget of 60000 to spend on all your players. CMC does not deserve 9700 There's just no chance. It seems like he's on some sort of load management, and maybe the game script didn't go the way they wanted to go last week against the Brownies, but I think the Giants are a realer team than people are giving them credit for, so there's no way I'm giving CMC that much money when I could get Jonathan Taylor for just a little bit more, or some other players that are we're still better for a little bit less, uh, and that's who we got for FanDuel faves and Bust. Josh, we'll go through these next ones rapid fire. We know we have some listeners who play with us in the over under. It's basically legal sports betting on sleeper in Minnesota, um, so you can play some over under bets. You got to do little parlays. That's how they get you. But I'll just rapid fire go through. I love Chase. Um, at, I, I ha-
1: oops, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I, I'm going to interrupt because I do want to. I do want to go ahead and. Um point out something that you know um you you mentioned earlier during our table here with you picked Ertz because he's the the guy in arizona and and that uh marquise brown sucked but Mar- marquise brown actually had more catches yards and he had a touchdown Ertz only had two targets and a catch and a touchdown so i i do think that we need to make that clear that uh, your information had been falsified um but uh, I do think that you um, are correct that Marquise Brown is not going to live up to the hype that he had preseason. Go ahead, Gar. Who do you have?
0: Josh, whose team are you fucking on here, pal? This is we 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 get the chance to it's put the, out all the disinformation Gar- we want. It's the integrity of the pod we've never had integrity before i don't know why we're starting now uh anyways as i was saying we need a rapid fire through these sleeper contests so we can get into our last little discussion of the weekly preview but um if you'd like to join us in the sleeper squads i know you know you have to be in the u.s and you have to be in certain states most of us are in minnesota so you can play but if you'd like an invite if you'd like to do some sports betting with us um you know let me know and i can get you an invite to the the ben's degeneration of gamblers or whatever benjamins anyways i love chase Edmonds over 4.15 rush yards i love donovan peoples jones over 30 48.5 receiving yards he kind of broke out last week he seems to have some chemistry with Brissett. i like kyle pitts over 46.5 seems like the game script they're gonna have to throw it a lot more in atlanta and then um, i love davis mills over 223.5 passing yards josh who do you like this week in the sleeper over under contest um
1: yeah i'd seen you put a bunch up there so i'm only gonna go with two but i have a st brown over 6.5 receptions he's had eight receptions in his last eight games i believe um, so I'm I'm hitting the over on that one just because you know trends. Um, and then Trey Lance under 193.5 pass yards. Trey Lance sucks. He was busy making it rain, and it's going to be raining on Sunday, so um, he's going to. I don't think he's going to hit 193.5 pass yards. Um, so yeah, those are my two
0: all right you're fading and i'm sure we'll have more come sunday it's kind of harder to know saturday morning but i figured we'd get that in there maybe we'll encourage some people to join us in the sleeper squad or uh you know maybe we'll just cut it from the show who knows but i mean we've been placing a lot of bets early here and so i think it's fun to just talk about and it's always you could always you know glean a little fancy advice based on who we're fading or who we're loving this week so um the more we talk about players i figure the better off our show will be so i appreciate you jumping on on that i know that was new this week but I didn't leave a lot of time for the weekly preview, but we didn't really talk about it much last week, so we don't really need to spend a lot of time here um but I guess just you know anything in the you know in the Oaks league, Josh, or did you end up putting any waiver wire claims on some players we were talking about, or did you just lay low like you said you would
1: um, yeah I laid leagues? low I laid low um in most leagues i uh um, I am sitting here sweating over um Herbert's cartilage. But uh, overall, yeah, I didn't uh, didn't make too many claims, um, really just kind of cleaned up injuries and defense um, since I'm a streamer of these. Uh, but yeah, how about you? Did you have any waiver wire or league information you'd feel good to share?
0: Uh, I mean, I definitely was like, I took in some of my drafts, like in the deeper leagues, like in guillotine, I had already drafted Sterling Shepard where I could. Um, I definitely went out of my way to pick up Sterling Shepard on the waiver wire. It wasn't like a big fab situation. No one else was really looking at Sterling Shepard, but with Kenny Dalgate being garbage. And then Wondell Robinson has been ruled out. Sterling uh, Shepard is now a hot ad. So I got in just a little bit early from other people. I got in the ground floor. So I like Sterling Shepard. He's always been Danny Dimes favorite target. So that was a waiver wire ad. I love this week. Other than that, I really like the Steelers defense this week against the Patriots and speaking to that I want to shout out Eric's in the chat who called called the shot last week with the Steelers beating the Bengals he's calling a shot again at the Steelers beating the Patriots 71 to 2 um and Rudolph will be starting next week for the Cowboys who knows but um, you know shout out to Eric's but I do love the Steelers defense this week you know Billy B usually starts slow and Mac Jones is having like back spasms and that that offense looks terrible so the Steelers defense in theory should feast this week Um, the only other storyline that I want to hit is that people need to so Josh I know you've been on the other you've been on the receiving end of it a lot. I don't know I don't think you've ever taken it personally necessarily but when like you're overhyping Josh Gordon when you're overhyping Damian Pierce when you were overhyping Keelan Cole all these players that I'm just like Josh you need to fucking chill out. Sometimes you're doing it as a meme sometimes you're like genuinely on the hype train. Um, now you can see that I'm not you know when there's way too much hype I call it out wherever I see it. People need to calm the fuck down on the Viking anyone who watched Vikings games last year and watched that Sunday game against the Packers that game looked a lot more similar to last year than it did look different we went up early we had a great first couple drives we really stalled out in the third quarter and then we were able to finish the game I understand it's not the exact same Kevin O'Connell is not the same coach as Mike Zimmer but just like just like Adam Thielen came out and said I love that we came we just kept attacking and attacking and attacking and everyone was talking about how aggressive we were we were going very conservative in the the third and fourth quarter like we were not like people just need to calm down and acting like this is some revolutionized team Kevin O'Connell seems to make very similar decisions to Zimmer the defense just played better or the offense you know didn't stall out so many times whatever the case was people need to calm down if the Vikings cannot contain Jalen Hurts Monday night we will lose Jalen Hurts is an absolute weapon but this hype for the Vikings I'm seeing in the sub and nationally is just getting out of control um, and so I need to call out people need to calm down down, Kirk Cousins has not. It's not some revolutionized quarterback. He's still an above-average QB who will struggle sometimes. Okay, Kevin O'Connell's a first-year head coach. People need to calm down. I'm. I'm happy the Vikes won. I love to beat the Packers, but people just need to chill out. Josh, That's you have anything? It the
1: Super Bowl.
0: God, uh, what do you think, Josh? I mean, we need to get out of here. But just what? What do you think? I mean, obviously, you, you know Minnesota's a lot of people here. are Vikings fans. So, what do you think? I mean. They had a great game. I do agree that they did stall it at some points.
1: Everybody's knocking the Green Bay defense because they're supposed to be a top three defense this year, and they gave up 21 points. Um, but they, you know, the second and third quarters were pretty much shut out, um, and so it was. Um, they played solid D. They just got tired because the offense wasn't making things work till the second half. So it's it's not necessarily. Um, it's kind of like last year. This Aaron Rodgers looks at Week One as a preseason game since he doesn't play in the preseason. Last year against the Saints, um, they blew. But like he said, they did better because they put up four more points. Um, but um, the Vikings, yeah, you, you have reason to be optimistic. You know, a lot of new fresh, a lot of fresh looks on things. Um, I would say that your secondary got burned quite a bit on that first play of the game with Christian Watson. So maybe there's, you know, a little bit there. Um, but yeah. It's week one. Everybody needs to calm down. You can start, I mean, in Minnesota, start the hype train around February.
0: All right, that's all I got, folks. Uh, That's all. Josh, unless you got anything else, we'll just get the hell out of here. I appreciate everyone listening. Good luck on your matchup Sunday and Monday night. We'll be back here Tuesday night. Um, You know, Interact with us on the Discord. Leave us some voicemails. We would love to hear if you get a bad beat on Sunday or Monday night, if some fantasy player just absolutely fucks you right in the arse, Um, or if you absolutely dominate. Like, let's say, I don't know who Brian's playing, but let's say Brian's playing Bradley. If Brian just absolutely clobbers Bradley, I'd love to get a voicemail of Brian talking trash trash eric's i'd love a voicemail of you talking trash even though i fucking smoked you in the bsb league last week uh, but that's what the voicemails are for so if anyone is feeling a lot of energy positive or negative we'd love some voicemails after sunday or monday for the tuesday night show but with that we'll get out of here folks thank you so much for listening we love you and uh we'll talk to you again tuesday night bye
1: Ooch's. go pack us bye gar
0: bye Josh good show today pal
1: thanks you too buddy Did you say something about a low price?